Guys, welcome back to Trending, your place for hot takes on today's news. Shoot us an email. Give us a scoop at gmail.com if you want to hear about something in particular or give us a comment, like, follow, subscribe on Twitter at give us the scoop. Or like, let us know how we're doing. Send us an email. Just be friendly. Like, let us know how the podcast is going, what you're enjoying, what you don't enjoy. Uh, we are in the uh, looking for an, um, new topics at weekly. Sean's feeling a little lonely, so if you won't, uh, if you won't mind shooting us an email, that'd be just fine. Uh, Sean, it's Fourth of July weekend. Any plans? What have you done so far? What's going on tomorrow? Um, so I'm going to sit my family down. We have an annual, we have an annual, uh, family tradition on 4th of July where Uh-oh. I wake my kids up early at the crack of dawn and I read them the declaration of independence. Oh, that's cool. I thought you were going to talk about some kind of fiscal responsibility meeting. <laughs> I was like, boy, this sounds good. No. And we, uh, sit down, we read the constitution and then I regale them with tales of the, uh, revolutionary war. Okay. I can't think of a better way at all. Not a single one. Uh, it's how to spend my 4th of July. No, actually we, we went and got some, we picked up some fireworks this last weekend, uh, up here in Florida. So we don't have, or up here in Florida. (laughs) Yeah. Up here in Oregon. Yeah. That's fine. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm thinking about places I want to move and places I don't want to live. Um, but up here in, uh, Oregon, we can't have any that go more than four feet off the ground. Okay. So, all the sparklers and little fountains and crackle fireworks that you can imagine. That's what we have. That sounds very fun. Um, Yeah, we have uh, a few Indian reservations. Is that what they're called out here still? I don't know. I can't keep up with some of the terms. Um, But uh, we have Indian reservations that sell fireworks. We have fucking huge warehouses that sell just about anything you could imagine in the rural parts of Nevada. It's pretty nuts. Ever, I, I, miss those days. I miss I'm just, those days. I'm just going to a, yeah, we, we had some fun back in the day for sure. Uh, I'll be going to a baseball game with the kids and the wife and um, sitting in 90 degree heat, hoping the sun goes down a little bit faster so we can watch 25 minutes of fireworks at the end of it. Uh, Is I, it like a big, so do they do like a big, huge, like, special fireworks show or oh, yeah, is it... they go all out okay just gotcha. just for the stadium it's nuts but it's i always have this thing with the the fourth of july i love fireworks but i'm like i only need five minutes of fireworks i don't need 25 minutes of fireworks even the kids are like okay are we done when's the finale let's do this yeah and you know what's crazy is like whenever you always think okay that was probably the finale you turn your back you're like okay kids let's go time to yeah. go to the car boom one other one more firework comes up yeah and, you're like, and then the show goes bitch. on the show yeah, must like, go on. You're like, okay, let's sit down. Got 15 more minutes of my life that's going to be taken away by these things. You know, and the, the thing, when I remember when we were kids, remember there used to be like these really cool fireworks that would like go up and be like in the shape. I remember one specifically was like a bear. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there was like cool, like a heart. I don't know if it's just the area I'm, I'm in, um, but I don't see anything like that. And I'm not really impressed. Maybe it's the fact now that I'm going on like 36 years of celebrating 4th of July. So it takes a lot to wow me when it comes to fireworks. Mm -hmm. But uh, it is just more trouble than it's worth. Takes a lot to wow you. I feel bad for your wife. 
Okay, so let's um, let's do a couple double takes. We talked about Megan and Harry last week. Uh, they were getting the kibosh from Spotify, and now it appears that they're also on the chopping block for Netflix. They have a $100 million deal with them to produce. I don't know if there's a number of series involved. However, Netflix has made public comments about them not being up to par for what they expect. They've received about 50 mil so far. But uh, to get the other half of that contract, uh, Netflix is telling them they they better step it up. Do you think um, that at this point they're kind of just like, you know what, we're tired of doing all this stuff and they're just letting letting all these things go by the wayside? Like, I just don't understand how you accidentally forget, hey, this company paid us $100 million to do some stuff. We should probably do it. I don't know. Doesn't wouldn't Meghan Markle as an act? Is she still an actress? Can we consider her that? I, I, I don't know. I mean, she was a deal or no deal model. She I don't know if briefcase? any of her point. Yeah, I don't know if I would qualify that as an actress. You would think oh, she would have like a, a an agent that would be like, hey, uh, we really need to get this on the ball. Uh, yeah, don't mind me. Think- I'm just taking part of your check. Don't worry about it. But if you want to keep going. Yeah, I wonder if they um, like lost all their staff when they renounced their royal, like highness ships, and so now that's why they're so confused. Because for their whole like life, or I mean, I guess not her whole life, but for their last few years at least, they probably have had people telling them where to go, what to do, you know. And yeah, now based they're on, on their, their own, based on what's going on, I almost yeah, I do wonder a little bit if Harry has a little like deer in the headlights issue right now. Like he's like, holy fuck, I've never had to do any of this on my own. I mean, you think that's even like realistic? I, I would imagine probably not. I bet they still have a staff. Um, did you, did we talk about this? I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but did it was maybe like a month or so ago now where like, Apparently, they were being chased through New York. Did you remember hearing yeah, about this? We did. I don't think we talked about it, but yeah, there was something about a like two-hour uh, paparazzi was following them or something. I don't. Did they have a driver in that? Or I can't. Well, they, that's what that I'm was it. They hopped in like either a taxi or an Uber, and they were like, "Hey, get us out of here." Okay. And I guess at first it wasn't clear as to what was going on at the driver, and then after a while, he realized. I, what I, I guess what I was trying my point in bringing that up was I was wondering like if they had a whole staff with them like bodyguards and everything because yeah, I don't remember not. that in the story. Right. So, yeah. I didn't. I didn't hear anything about that either. Yeah. So I wonder if they really don't have like a staff now. I mean, I imagine they have to have something, um, but I don't know, man. Like, you know, those articles are starting to come out now too. I I sent you that one with the title like America is sick and tired of Harry and Meghan. <laughs> Right. Um, and at this point, I'm kind of like, I don't know really what they have left to offer. I mean, realistically, I think the next isn't the next step in this type of reality TV lifestyle for them to drop a sex tape. I mean, or fight in a ring. Take your yeah, pick. One of the two. I mean, which one's it going to be? Speaking of, uh, I don't know if you saw this week, but Zuck and Elon got an invite from Italy to fight in the Coliseum. How fucking badass would that be? I see. I okay. So I don't even I'm, care. I don't even care what the thoughts are on the actual fight, but just to actually have like a gladiator fight in the Coliseum. Well, 
quote unquote gladiator uh, fight in the Coliseum, dude. Are you kidding me? I have to say, I think um, I saw this come out and I am of the subset of the population that thinks that these two people have no business fighting there. Why? Like, they're not. The Coliseum was for like the bravest of the brave. Uh-huh. Right. Like that's where the Olympics. I Is that where the Olympics took place where they were like naked so that they were all equal? I don't remember if that was the Coliseum or what, whatever. OK, but like the best fighters there. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. Let me draw you some parallels. OK, I'm going to do this to you. I'm sorry just to play devil's advocate. But today's biggest and best are in the tech industry, not in gladiators i don't i'm just saying dude think about but but hear me out hear me out think about this i have this kind of thing where i'm like "Ah, i don't know you know i don't know if they should be able to do it because simply you're kind of shitting on history yeah like that side of it but at the other side the bigger the event that you make this neither one of these motherfuckers are going to make any money off this it's all going to charity it's like make it as big as fuck Put them in a spaceship and make them fight in space for I don't I don't care. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If they do it in the Coliseum, somebody's making money. The Italian government is going to skim okay, off the fine. top of that. Fine. No. But what? But let's let's do it. Let's do a a Titan Muhammad, Titan sub saga. Titan sub saga. Tickets cost a million bucks each. The fucking seats are going to get filled, and every let's hope ninety percent of that goes to charity for something. And let's hope that they all fall down too far and implode. And let's hope uh-huh. that charity isn't owned by Bill Gates. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, so my these question, are the caveats. What my question is, is like, did Muhammad Ali, he, he never got to fight in the Coliseum, right? No, like nope. the greatest of all time, never got to fight in the Coliseum. Like, so to me to say like, oh, these two millionaire, billionaire tech moguls who decided over Twitter that they wanted to fight each other, deserve to fight in the column. Coliseum, that's a joke. Like it's I'm all in, baby. No, if it's I for it's, if it's for a good cause, and let's make it a good cause, not a bullshit cause. I'm just, I am all in. Sell that fucking place out. Make sure nothing's going to get damaged, but sell tickets for a million bucks a piece, and let all the other rich people in there. I hate to use the term rich people. I'll use the term ultra wealthy people yeah. because I don't carry the same stigma. As you do when you say rich people. All right, one percenter. Yeah, I'm not even about that. I'm just like, well, those people work hard. Most of them have been self-created in the last 10, 15, 20 years, dude. Are you kidding me? Have you seen like Mark Zuckerberg? All A majority of these people rose to the position they're in on the shoulders of others. They just so happened to have like been around when it took off. Bill Gates. Bill Gates is the prime example of somebody who... It was, but it was multiple people working on it, and then Bill Gates was like, "Oh, maybe I'm gonna walk over here and sell it to this," and then all of a sudden you forget all about whatever Wabkowski or whatever the hell his name is, Mike the other dude, <laughs> Mike Lukowski. Um, all, all I mean is, there's never been a time where there's been so many millionaires. Not all of them came from families. In fact, I'll say most of them haven't come from rich families. So where did they come from? They've made themselves. So all I anyway. Say- All I got to say is I hope that what I really, really hope is that one of them, uh, Ivan Drago, like Ivan Drago Apollo Creed's them. 
Okay. All and right. as they're walking to the back corner, Zuck hand does an uppercut okay. and knocks Elon Musk into the stool. Now we're in a fantasy land. Okay. So let's let's take a scoop on the Titan sub. I watched a very interesting uh sorry to bring up the ultra wealthy again on you, but <laughs> I thought I I saw a very interesting YouTube video. I wish I could quote it. Maybe I'll find it and post it to our Twitter. If you're listening, go check it out our Twitter at give us the scoop. Um <clears throat> It was from an engineer, and his take on everything was very interesting. He noted that although the Titan sub hadn't gone through the specifications and checks and shit that um, were necessary, as uh, what do you 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 made a comment about a board previously? Do you yeah, apparently the there's like some board for the regulation of undersea submersibles or something. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, their recommendations to have your equipment checked. The captain uh of ocean gate the owner the ceo didn't go through those regulations citing on their website which apparently is not up anymore um but he they made some explanations saying basically hey you know uh most errors in undersea adventures happen by the user not by the equipment and okay. so th they they cited specifics where hey we go above and beyond anyone else to make sure the operator which was the ceo is has like checklists and make sure they know what they're doing right yeah but also but, but how it was many all... vessels go two and a half miles under the water right so they completely tried to divert from the fact that their equipment wasn't being checked and try to make up for it by saying hey well most of the accidents don't happen because of that they happen because of this right because mm -hmm. of the user error so we go above and beyond to make sure that the user error user issue is taken care of so Anyway, this engineer went on to explain um, at depths of the Titanic and so forth, how if you had a one foot by one foot square or piece of wood hold, held to your chest and you laid down, it would be something like two million pounds basically on top of you, right? Wow. Because it's every water molecule stacked above you worth yeah. of pressure. And then he went on to explain how airplanes likely also go through checks and regulations uh, based on, although they might not know the fullest lifespan of a of a plane they do know hey a plane's great between one and i'm making up numbers here but a hundred thousand flights right or twenty thousand flight hours or whatever it's going to be and after that time that plane needs to be decommissioned well he said planes go into negative pressure so they're not under that much stress in comparison what the titan sub was doing um so the titan sub maybe the um the lifespan of that is only three or four um trips. missions cruises trips thank you uh so it's unclear as to how many times this sub should have been used but they never went through the formal um uh the formal checks to make sure it was safe to use although it was made out of fi carbon fiber which is uh, a stronger material yeah. um he was saying in order to do all this people shouldn't have been paying two hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh a ticket he was explaining how uh, ocean gate had like all these partnerships with nasa and and other big names uh, although when you look into it they apparently did nothing with nasa there was no partnership that they actually took part of but they had a partnership maybe a contract or maybe they rented out a small parcel of area inside a nasa laboratory to be able to say that um but they never went through all, all the stuff in order to do that, to like basically scrap this Titan sub every four or five trips. 
these people probably should have been paying somewhere between one and a one and a half million dollars a ticket. But they tried to get get around that and build their name um, and offer lower prices basically by skipping this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, well, and I also heard, too, that that two hundred fifty dollar ticket price point was negotiable. Yeah. Two hundred fifty thousand was negotiable. You're correct. I guess you're correct. Um, Up until this one trip, it was previously one hundred and twenty five or one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess even the two, I, I was reading an article where the, the CEO flew out because originally it was going to be the husband and wife and not the dad and son right. that were going to go on the trip. And then get this, this is the craziest part about it. They were going to do it like two years ago and then COVID happened. And then the son, because oh, um, originally their like, uh, rules were that you had to be over 18 to go oh, on really? the sun. Okay. Right. Yeah, but then COVID happened, the sun was 17, and they waived it. So the sun, he was 17 years old, he wasn't even 18, but there oh, was okay. a waiver in place, and my the point I was trying to make was the CEO like flew out to London where and yeah. met these, like the dad and the family, right. and uh, pretty much, I guess, begged them to come and offered him the price of one hundred fifty thousand, even shit. though tickets were supposed to be two hundred fifty k. He they cut the price down, um, and That's then I would also read the other guy that was on there. One of them was like, uh, he was supposed like the either the top or one of the top um, Titanic experts. He's done thirty six dives down there to the Titanic. Wow. Um, and this was the one where he passed away. Holy shit. Yeah. Now um, you, that's the separate person from the CEO. It is. Yeah. There was a, so there was the CEO, there was like the Titanic specialist guy uh-huh. and then the father and son. And then it was like a, like a tech entrepreneur was the other one. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And I, and I also read an article too, where there was a guy who went down previously and told the CEO I don't know if the guy was like a friend or he knew him or something, but he went down with him and he was like, Hey, people are probably going to be a little worried with all the noises that this thing makes oh, like really? when it's going down. Yeah. Cause I guess it makes a ton of noises. Yeah. And he was like, so people are going to be a little worried about it. Well, I mean, I um, think that's normal, right? I mean, I mean, I won't, I don't know personally, but every sub movie I've ever watched, there's noises as they creep deeper and deeper into the ocean, which know, is not I even can't. close. It's like 1200 feet. I think is the normal, like, max depth on a sub and this was the fifth time that they tried to launch this i guess and it had the last five times it never it didn't even get close to the titanic uh because of like water and like weather issues oh really yeah so it was like this time so it's to the point the point i'm trying to make is to your point so they tried to launch it four or five times before uh-huh. So did they do like detailed? I mean, maybe they did do detailed checks, but it's like four or five times you launched and it failed to launch. What's well, not to say like, hey, maybe we should have retrofitted the entire thing. So here's a question for you. Now, uh, whatever the sub sub uh, board is called, that's supposed to be like, hey, these are the recommendations. The Apparently- International Fleet of Submariners. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's actually 
where I was headed. Because this is always an international water, that's why it's such a hard thing to regulate. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I came across. So do you think these people are responsible for anything, knowing that everyone signed waivers, there's no regulations in place to say you have to do these things in order to keep your business in operations? Who's at fault? And it's, I, in, and it's international waters. So no single country can be pinpointed and say, hey, the U.S., you're fucked. Like, we're going to sue you because you you didn't mandate these things. Yeah. And that's what I've been hearing is that, A, like what you said, they were in international waters, which is why they did not have to adhere to the same regulations like U.S. sub vessels have to. Uh-huh. If they were operating in U.S. waters, they would have had to go through all those checks that they skipped around. However... It's interesting that there's not even any talk yet of there being lawsuits. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, did they cover themselves with the waivers? Like, did part of the waiver say like, hey, this is experimental and you may probably die? (laughs) You may probably? Yeah. Yeah. We die 60% of the time, every time. By the way, guys, we didn't talk about this, but if you can hear a fan in the background, I do apologize. My AC failed and it is currently 90 degrees in the studio. So I'm just dealing with it for the time being uh, while we record. Um, Okay, so Titan Sub is out of the way. The newest thing to hit television starting next season, Ryan Seacrest will take uh, Pat Sajak's place on Wheel of Fortune. I I don't watch Wheel of Fortune now and I will not watch it then either. I mean, I guess this is a good introdu- introduction to bring uh, good uh, or younger, good, pardon me, scratch the good, please, um, younger generations into the game show era. Hey, you know what this is an example of? But. Tell me you're getting old without saying you're getting <laughs> old when you're <laughs> the next step of your career is hosting a game show. Right. But this guy's been fucking in everything. I know. He's, been, Ameri- he's huge. Uh, I mean, is he still, uh, he's he's so still big. the host of American Idol, right? He's so big. I don't know. I know American Idol still going, but um, let's go. To I have the no Google idea. Cave. Go to the Google cave. Meanwhile, he's so big. His salary for Wheel of Fortune is almost double that of Pat Sajak. Can you believe that shit? Wow. Yeah. He's going to do $28 million a year while Pat Sajak's making $15 million a year. He uh, uh, he is still, in fact, the uh, host of American Idol, and uh, he has responded to fans who were concerned that he would be quitting American Idol after taking on Wheel of Fortune, and he stated uh, that he would indeed not be leaving. Yeah, these are probably made in the same fucking studio production hall or whatever. Well, I guess American Idol travels around the U.S., huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I think really, realistically, like the amount of actual time they film is like the judges and stuff is very little. Like a lot of that's done, like from what I understand, um, a lot of that is done before they even get in front of the judges. Oh, you think so? Yeah. No, I know so. Like, so they go. Isn't it taped in front of a live audience? A minimal number is. So like the very first time, it's not like 400, whatever. It's not like 4,000 people show up and the judges sit there and listen to 4,000 people sing. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. You're breaking my heart right now. Yeah, they literally sing in front of like staff 
And then the staff says, yeah, you're good enough for us to put you on the show. And they will intentionally pick bad people sometimes just for ratings. Right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So it's like, yeah. So otherwise, how would these people get through to like the judges? Well, no, that I are think terrible that's a known singers? thing. I just thought that once they get to the main contestants and they're back in LA or whatever, like, yeah, isn't that, that that's all right. Taped? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So once they're like, once they're doing the like little in front of the judges thing, yes, the judges are there, but there's a lot before they're not that. pulling a Megan Markle, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, a, yeah. They're not pulling a Megan Markle interview. Hey, we're uh, going to put cardboard cutouts of the judges up. Just sing to them. Yeah, they're pretty happy right now. So just just go with it, okay? Yeah, um, we're but that makes green... sense because I was thinking about this. I figure Wheel of Fortune, they probably film probably five or ten episodes in a day. And then yeah. they just have a chunk of two or three weeks where they just do it. And then, then on to the next. Yeah, I bet it's... I think like Jeopardy does a similar thing. And uh, Price is Right does a similar thing where they're probably like, okay, we're recording today for... 12 hours and that's us for the week. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, meanwhile, I, I once thought that this story was a little bit different, but the Vanna White, the icon that she Synonymous is. Synonymous with Wheel of Fortune. With Wheel of Fortune. I thought she was demanding equal pay because, uh, you know, th- using uh, sexism or something. But mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that's not the case after I looked into it. So Vanna White is also asking for more money saying, hey, I've been on the show for tw- something like 18 years. Uh, I would really like a raise. She's currently making $3 million. She wants that bump to $7.5 million a year. And uh, her and her lawyer are both stating the case that even in the um, in the opening statement of Wheel of Fortune, here's your co-host's Pat and Vanna. Question. She's like, I don't need to be paid as much, but I should be getting paid more. And I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Question. Um, how, sorry. Uh, how much is Ryan Seacrest making? Did you state that? $28 million. Okay. First off, I do not feel bad at all for Vanna White. Okay. Like you're making $3 million to touch some TV screens. Okay. Like I'll walk through Costco and touch a bunch of TV screens pay me $3 million. I'll do it all day. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> but I think she's got to be very careful because they're in the middle of a, like yeah. change to the show. Yeah. And do you want to see like young they're renovating Hunk, the faces? Yeah. Like, do you want to see young hunk Ryan Seacrest and like grandma Vanna? I don't think so. I think she's such an icon that maybe her image to the older uh, demographics watching the show is going to kind of hold them. You know what I mean? Because that's like they're there for Vanna and Pat. And now it's Seacrest and Vanna. I think if they updated it too much, they would lose some of that. Right. Question. So how long is Vanna going to be on there till she's in a walker? I mean, like using a walker across the stage with tennis balls. Could be. I, she could do whatever she wants. I think she's got a strong case here. I think. I Question. think they're gonna. I also think they're gonna give it to her. By the way. Question. What? I think now is the time for another deal for Harry and Megan. Let's deal bring or no Megan. Deal. Let's bring Megan in. It'll ah. be Ryan and Megan. Maybe we could just change it to Harry and Megan. Yeah. Hey, good idea. Even better idea. They and probably you know, won't even show up. up. We only have to pay him a hundred million. Megan will be like, can I do it for my house? Yeah, please. Can you guys ask them the questions while I just give 
the actual questions. You guys film me asking the questions in my family room, and then they have to respond as if I'm in the room. Yeah, please. And then cut to a green screen of the wheels spinning in my yeah. living room. That'd be fine. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess so. But also at the same time, so she's been doing it for like a very long time now, right? So mm-hmm. let's just say she's get, been getting paid $3 million a year for the last 10 years. That's yeah. $30 million for touching screens to have numbers come up or letters. Uh, come up. That's almost, that's almost $60 million. No. Yeah. T- 10 yeah. years at 3 million. Years. That's 30. 18 years. 20 yeah, years. But, uh, at has 3 she million. been making three? 18 she making- fucking years. Yeah. She's been at $3 million for 18 years. Okay. Then she deserves a raise. It, if she's been at three million for eighteen years, that's almost okay, that's she's almost been different. paid sixty million dollars, though. I mean, you know, but inflation, man. Like, <laughs> <again>. <laughs> okay, I, I will. I will still side with her that I think this is going to happen. I think she should get it. I mean, if they're paying, they've been paying Jack or Pat, whatever the fuck his name Jack, is, Jack Say Jack, yeah. <laughs> Jack Sajak, fifteen million a year, and her three, and now they just almost doubled it to get Ryan Seacrest to the door. They can give her a few extra mail. Nope. And they had to have known this was coming. I mean, I'm sure they're know. like, "Listen, Vanna, we got some bad news for you. Pat's retiring, and we're bringing someone in and paying him double." Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. There was something I wanted to comment on here. Uh, he is the highest. Well. Let me rephrase that. Ryan Seacrest. Uh, let's see. Expected making him the highest paid TV personality ever. So there is something I looked at because that phrase highest paid personality, right? Okay. Uh, let's see. Last season, blah, blah, blah. Highest paid TV personality ever. What's a TV personality? So what I did was I was like, well, Tucker Carlson was making a fuckload of money at Fox. Is that? So I looked it up. Tucker Carlson was making $35 million a year. So it's more than that. But apparently a news anchor is not considered. I don't know if he's even considered a news anchor, considering most of his stuff was an opinion piece. But um, I think a TV personality is just like like him. Like he's literally just the host. Asking people dumb questions like on American Idol. Maybe saying host is offensive in that world. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you're talking two different things. Like he, those dudes, I would consider Tucker Tucker Carlson like a talk show host. Did you see his ratings on his new, since he went to Twitter? Yeah, apparently it's pretty good. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we did, but I know that uh, he essentially said if Elon Musk ever tries to censor him, He's pulling the plug and he's not doing that show anymore. Yeah, he had something crazy like 200 million views on his first episode, which did, is like. What, speaking of Twitter, sorry. Okay. Did Did you see that bombshell that dropped about how if you are an unverified Twitter user, they're limiting the amount of tweets you can see? Oh, yeah. He's trying to he's trying to get to the bottom of bots, basically, is what's happening because a bot will spam thousands of accounts. Okay. So he's like, nope, you're only going to see what it was 300 and for a verified user account, I think it's up to 800. I Yeah, I didn't see the exact numbers. I just saw that people were heated um, right. about that because the uh, the general way that it was presented was, oh, if you don't pay for an account, you don't get to see all the tweets. It was not presented, at least in the article I read, 
like, oh, he's trying to get to the bots. Yeah, but uh, that's exactly what his tweet said. So, I mean, there's another example of a news article trying to fucking twist yeah. the words. Yeah, there was a whole thing. The whole article was pretty much essentially like, we're going to look into the freedom of speech and stuff that he's preventing uh, right. by doing that. Very so, good. So, I don't know. Yeah, that, but uh, going back to what we said, I think um, game show host, like, talk show host i think those are like like you know who else i would consider a tv personality is like carson daly yeah i would i would think so i guess his character kind of bring like uh almost like uh carson uh what's the other guy's name the super famous one uh way before Car our time yeah carson oh wait what was his johnny carson johnny carson yeah same no but i see even that he was like a variety show host and he did interviews. So right. Johnny Carson was. So would you say like Jimmy Fallon and uh, what's the other Jimmy Kimmel? They're not TV personalities. They're talk. Oh, show hell hosts. yeah, they are. Jimmy Fallon is entertaining just because of who he is. Yeah, but they're a talk show host. Like you're putting them on the level of Ryan Seacrest. Well, let me tell you right now, how much does Jimmy Fallon make? Oh, I guarantee you that dude is bringing in cash. I bet I would been a guess 55 million. 55 million, 16 million a year before the contract extension stands to reason that he's making even more now. Uh, tonight show through 2026. It's unknown how much Jimmy Fallon's salary is as a result of the new contract, but considering that his salary was estimated to be 16 million per year before, there we go. So nope, not that so, much, but I mean, okay. dude, 16 million a year. Yeah. And like, and I'm, and honestly, I guarantee you, I guess I can't guarantee you because I'm not in that world. But I wonder, is the Tonight Show, like, they do that every day, right? Yeah, but they that, have that, that makes me think that Jimmy Kimmel must be making a lot less because he fucking sucks in comparison. Yeah. Oh, he's terrible. What did yeah. Colbert make? $15 million per year. What did, what did Stephen Colbert make? Colbert. That's a because, French name? Yeah, because I wonder, I wonder what him and, like, Coco, like, Conan... If they uh, made more, Stephen Colbert is a net worth of this is per uh, Yahoo richest late nice ho host uh, seventy five. He's has a net worth of seventy five million, reels in a salary of fifteen million. So they're all pretty okay. damn close. All right. Well, I which is funny to me that Jimmy Kimmel makes as much as Stephen Colbert because there's a clear difference in quality between the two. Oh yeah. What is Stephen Colbert's salary? Twenty five million per. Uh, annum. I'm assuming that's thing year that's annual. Like, like I wonder. Like that's the whole season. So those are two. Don't they take a vastly bite? different numbers? Get this yeah. monthly income. If that number is correct, he's making a month how much Vanna White makes in a year. Pushing numbers. He has a much larger audience. I wonder how hard she has to study her script. Yeah. Does she? Does she? Well, or do they just hand her like a card right before that? They're and like, they're like hey, Dana, this is the word. Don't screw it up. Yeah, it, you know, here's what the letters are going to be for you. If she you want to hold it up, on her hand, yeah. <laughs> every time she gets permanent marker, they just uh, permanent marker on her hand. Fucking, she looks at it beforehand. She's like, okay, so, the A is the third letter over. You're so bad. Um, let's get uh, let's hack away at some AI stuff. Uh, AI, the never ending frontier at this point. Just every fucking day. I don't know if you saw what we did on our Twitter account, but we recently post, uh, I basically copied and pasted from someone else's account. 
that was, uh, here's 10 ways to make $100,000 a month on, on using AI, blah, blah, blah. And then when you open up, open up the thread, it's just the middle finger. God, Good. I'm so tired of seeing those posts. Me too. Um, if it was so easy, everybody would be doing it. Yeah, it is so easy. You saw a movie I made in like three seconds about the uh, green what uh, Greenland sharks. Yeah. However, um, I I think the problem is that you have to have a pretty firm knowledge of that stuff. AI just enhances the ability to do the stuff. It's not like all of a sudden you're like, oh, AI's there, so now I can know it'll take care of everything there is to know about stocks. And like right. shipping and coding right. and all this stuff, you know. So it's not like you. It's not like you can just all of a sudden make a hundred k with it. However, I do have to tell you, and this may be one of those, one of those uh, secrets. But I read an article. There's this site. I think it's called like Timu. Uh-huh. Have you heard about this? Uh, uh, it sounds familiar, but Timu, go ahead. Let me make sure. Let me to the Google cave to make sure I'm it's the right word. Yeah. T-E-M-U. Yeah. T-E-M-U. Yeah. yeah. So this is essentially like there, I know there's another site. I think it's kind of like wish. Um, okay. oh, but this is one of those sites where you can get like a whole bunch of products wholesale from China. Holy fuck. So, you're not kidding. This is just like wish. I would never buy anything from this fucking place. Yeah. But this like, so the hot thing right now, it, and here's a way to make money with AI just coming from what I read in this article. Asking chat GPT what the top 10 trending products are on Amazon. Yeah. Looking for those on Timu, buying a bunch of them uh-huh. and selling them. I see. And people are buying them. And even if people leave you bad reviews, you don't get kicked off Amazon. Right. So even if they say like, oh, this this product, this quality was terrible. Um, you still are, are making money off of it. Well, as long as you sell them, right? Yeah. But that's the thing is they're asking chat GPT, like, Hey, what are the top 10 trending? Then Timu, the thing about it is shipping's free over a certain amount. Right. So if you just order them, you don't pay shipping. You throw a hundred, a hundred of them up for sale on Amazon. Even if you're making two, $3 on them each, you're like, that's three or $400. I'm curious about this because like there's uh, baseball hats for five forty seven each, and they actually say Carhartt on them with a leather patch. That's is right. Is that really a Carhartt they're thing? Knock- or are they- no, they're knockoff. Like, legitimately, these are the things where you order them on Amazon, and it's like Carhartt hat. <laughs> listen, listen to the description: label patch, casual baseball cap, solid color, adjustable dad hat, curved brim, golf sports sun hats. That's yep. the description. Yeah, that's how, but that's how they get around all that. And this is the problem. Uh, again, this is another issue. Um, this is why there's all those copyright laws that we're trying to push on China because you can do that. Oh, it's it's a dad hat, but they threw a Carhartt patch on there, so you can sell it as a Carhartt hat. Well, I don't... Okay. I mean, what I'm saying is they don't label as a reseller. Like yeah, as, as a, a reseller. reseller. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like... They don't, <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Like I know, people. I know, I know it's sketchy. I know it's sketchy, but I'm telling you, this is one of those realistic things. And I will, I look through that site, and there's actually a bunch of stuff on there. Like for instance, I went to ChatGPT and I asked what one of the top selling, the top ten selling products were, and there was a stupid one of them was like a neck fan. Yeah. If you look for the neck fan on Timu, they're like a dollar, 
And then if you go to Amazon and look Holy for them for shit, sale. shit, bro. This is insane. My wife sent me a fucking link. She's all, look at these cool little garden lights. And they're like, there's almost like these little antennas with a glow bulb on the end of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically a light and you stick them in bushes and it has this cool effect. And they were like 30 bucks or something. They're fucking yeah. right here for $5 and 48 cents. Yeah. But they're just <laughs> terrible quality. Well, I mean, I'm going to assume that the link she sent me was someone else selling this same product, buying it from here and selling yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and this is this is what I'm saying. And so the problem is, and this is a thing right now, um, that once I started looking this up, I went down a rabbit hole. But um, postal workers are getting pissed about this because when you order from Timu, yeah. they just throw it in like a giant-ass box, like everything all oh. together. They don't like take care of stuff. And yeah. people are ordering this and it's free shipping. So this like postal clerk was like, I'm ticked off at Timu. Because it's just box after box after box of this stuff. You're right. The, the, the postal workers have to deliver, you know? And people, like, who are selling this stuff on Amazon, they're getting shipments of this stuff, like, daily. So does this shit come... When you buy it, Does you think it comes directly from China? I would imagine they sell it as if it is. But I... Because that shit fucking drives me nuts. I can't, coming, I I can't tell you... It's coming out of, like, some shipping container that's... Well, that's what I'm saying from China. Like, uh, you know how it works? Like uh, a lot of dock stations, like in China, they'll have a boat, <coughs> excuse me, a uh, a boat, like a shipping boat, right? Full of these containers. But they won't let that boat leave until the fucking boat is packed full of these containers. So I've had stuff where I bought, even on Amazon, I'll buy something. We'll call it a Halloween costume, Santa hats, all this stuff actually happened where I buy it. And it doesn't show up for fucking two months after the holiday, even though I bought it a month before the holiday. I, so I'm looking I just clicked on Timu and I'm looking at their shipping. And so over $129, you get free express shipping. So I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, but it does say, however, you can, you will get a $13 credit for late, late delivery. So I wonder if wow. it's like you talked about, like where they're like, Oh yeah, we, uh, don't ship until we have a whole order out. This is fucking crazy, dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for Timu. Timu. Join us next week where I'll complain about Timu. Um, okay. So along these lines, we started off with AI. We got a little sidetracked. Sorry. Let me bring it back. Amazon is now trying to create. Well, they're not trying. They are creating software AI um, to write novels i wondered when this was going to happen and and they already distribute the books obviously so yeah. they're in the process of creating ai i don't know if they're gonna like make faux authors you know like mm -hmm. hey this is ai generated based on this style i actually got into a interesting conversation with someone just recently a family member about this because the question is if i tell ai hey write me a 400 page novel either pick the plot or whatever but give me it as the style of stephen king is that copyright infringement if it's a brand new novel no characters have ever existed it's it's never been written like it didn't pick up pieces of stephen king's books and just put it in there you know what i mean because because i and in this person uh i mean i don't know if it matters but their their demographics are quite a bit older than i am so i kind of feel like maybe they're behind the times and don't understand the capacity of AI, but at the same time, he brought up some valid points. Uh, the question is, so if I say, write this novel, 
here are the parameters, make it in the style of writing as Stephen King. Is that copyright infringement? So it's interesting that you bring that up because another article that just just dropped this week, OpenAI, the yeah. company behind ChatGPT, right. is being sued. Mm-hmm. It's a class action lawsuit which claims that they scraped massive amounts of personal data as well as copyright material from the internet. It's well, a 160 course. complaint page complaint that says that essentially every piece of data exchanged on the internet it could take, it took. Mm-hmm. And now they're looking for just compensation. So I would venture to say to your point, yes, I think that if they put in a, in a, this is where I, this is what I was like, this is my mindset. What I was thinking was imagine if you plugged in every Stephen King novel Mm-hmm. And like at, had that as like the training database, right? And you said using all the themes that are produced in all these books and all the plots and everything else make me the ultimate Stephen King novel, right? You're essentially, while it is, see, and this is a, it's brand new. As it's I'm novel. saying this in my, I know as I'm saying this in my right. head, I'm like, well, they are creating something, and new. this was. Yeah, and this was part of the thing I brought up. I was like, I could see where maybe they'll say, hey, we're going to pay you royalties for this because it is your name. But outside of that, I don't know that there's any... I mean, this is only time will tell, really, especially for legal action. But I, I, I reference like uh, any kind of painter or photographer. If I say I drew inspiration from this painter and my paintings are very similar, that's socially acceptable on the internet at this point. Well, to look at every music, like every song, right? Like they. Now we've already been in a place much, where we've used other people's voices, and those yeah. people are getting shut down and possibly sued. I think they have pretty much come out and said that there is no, there is no, it is no longer possible to produce an original melody, right? Like somebody else has used a melody very similar. If you look, there's articles that talk about how a lot of songs have like a very similar key, like, you know, a tonality to their song. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's only so many chords. So how many combination yeah. of those chords can you? Yeah. So, you know, so it's like, and if you even like, this is what the crazy thing to me is. If you go to like, there's this website, I think it's called like music.com. If you go in there and you type in anybody's name, it like any band's name, it will say sounds similar to, and like it sources like influences. And like, right. so one of the things, I don't know if you know this band, there's a band called Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Um, they took a lot of, they took a lot of, uh, they sound just like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. They sound great. <laughs> I mean, I gotta yeah. tell you, there's a couple of songs. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. This is a good song. Yeah. And they came out and said like, yeah, we took our inspiration from Led Zeppelin. And if you put their song on, you could probably be confused thinking they're Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So should they get sued? I don't know. But the, I mean, you know, like I like I referenced Picasso. I'm like, so if I like the style of Picasso, Picasso, that's my new name. Picasso. Yeah. Picasso. yeah you, Picasso. You. Original Picasso. trademark. Yeah. Picasso. <laughs> Modern day Picasso. Um, if I say that's where I draw my inspiration and I make paintings similar to his that look like his, 
it's still my fucking work. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's where I think they're going to, that's why I think they're going to win this lawsuit. And that's why I think that's what the argument is going to be. It's not that they're going in there and they're literally piecemealing saying like, Oh, I'm going to take line three through four of Stephen King's book. And then I'm com- going to combine it with lines 12 through nine, or 12 through nine, 12 through 19 of right. this other book. They're not doing that. Right. No, no, no. It's totally new. It's just the writing style, how he builds a character. I was once reading a, uh, was it Desperation or something, a a Stephen King novel, where the guy stopped, pulled over on the side of the road to take a piss. 30 pages later, he finished his piss. It was just like he went off into this dwelling, like little mind fuck era. And I was like, what the, what is going on? Is this guy still peeing? What's going on here? Um, But you know what I mean? If that style of writing was used in an AI book that was totally new, I, I mean, where does it go? And I don't, I don't necessarily think one way or the other is right. My concern is where are we headed and is there a business opportunity to be had as an individual where I can jump on the train, right? I don't necessarily think that I'm going to go write Stephen King similar style novels and produce them. I think we're moving much farther past that. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but once everyone has the ability to do that, I sent you that quick video, right? Yeah. This quick video about Greenland sharks. All I had to do is I use this plugin for ChatGPT called Visla. I said, "Hey, uh, make me uh, make me a quick video, sixteen by nine ratio, upbeat, happy um, about the Greenland sharks and how they live up to five hundred and ninety years." By the way, that's a fact. Um, it produced me what a thirty second video, uh, a complete script that was read out loud by someone. And it used basically B-roll that was kind of spotty. You know, it wasn't Greenland sharks that they were showing all the time, so on and so forth. But it generated new facts about how they tell the ages by how many lenses the shark's eye has and this and that in fucking two minutes. And I was like, okay, so what I literally just watched was a replica of half the shit posts I see on YouTube. Yeah. So now that you know that that can be done so frequent, freaking easily, everyone has the ability to do it. So that's not that's not the new way to make money. So how do you get there? That's I where think, I'm at. But that's this is the thing. I still think that where you're going to make the money is in your originality that goes into that. Right. You're the one who has to type in, make me a happy, upbeat video about this shark. Mm-hmm. it's the same way everybody could code, right? It's not a secret. Like it's not a, Hey, you're, unless you get initiated into this club, who, wah, wah, like we're not, you're not going to know the password or the code words. Everybody can do it. The right. fact is only certain people do do it. So that's where the money making comes from. I mean, everybody could, well, be I know YouTube that, but star. like, so we'll call it barrier to entries. And in this case, we'll call it sweat equity. Okay. So yep. it takes um, uh, a certain amount of effort to make this happen. There's no effort needed now. I mean, in 10 minutes, I can generate and post a YouTube under uh, wildlife fun facts for children, which is, by the way, if I was going to do that, that's exactly where I'd go because kids watch the same shit over and over and over and over again and ad revenue piles up, right? All, I, all I'm telling you is the next video that I'm going to produce, and this is trademark now, I'm okay. just going to have AI produce a... Uh, crossover between miss rachel and blippy i don't even know what those things are yeah that's because your kids are a little bit older but though most of our listeners who have small children will know exactly who i'm talking about all right well i don't know but 
So I think that that it's the same. You know, it's the same. It goes back to the uh, the point you were making. You can read list after list of how to make a hundred k this year using Chat GPT right. or using AI. But the fact of the matter is, you have to have a knowledge base to develop those tools. So yes, right. like you have to know. You have to know. Like I mean, I guess you could go on to AI and be like, hey. What are what would be ten great successful children's video topics? Perfect. Um, you know, and so it then takes you can feed that in. Yeah, that's right. right. But it's your mentality that's saying, "Hey, I'm going to go to ChatGPT, type this in. I'm going to go back to the plugin and type this in." Yeah, it takes no effort. However, it does take your intellectual property. Right. That's where I think we're going to get to. It's intellectual property. Ah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think that's not the way to do it. I think it's becoming so accessible by everyone. I don't even know how to, I don't even need to know how to edit a video anymore to do this. So it's it, no, it, it's, it's what? just as it's just as it, to me, it's just the same as those people who take a TikTok sound mm-hmm. yeah. and they do a stupid video to it. Right. And you see hundreds and hundreds of videos to the same sound. I mean, what was that stupid ass trend a few years back? the Harlem shake. Do you Mm. remember those videos? Yeah. Yeah. What? Like that was all people doing the like same idea, just doing it in different ways. Like that's what we're talking about with AI. It's going to be a bunch of people doing the same shit, but they're all going to be different. Some of them are going to be hits. Some of them, like some of them are going to be fucking bangers and some of them are going to fall flat. Okay, so let me hit you with, uh, I guess, a follow-up to this thing. And and by the way, I just, uh, guys, if you want to follow me on, on social media, Instagram, check out Dave's Faves. Is it Dave's Faves or Dave's underscore Faves? I don't Dave's know. Dave's underscore Faves. I'm going to go ahead and post this image so you guys can see it. Dave's underscore Faves, uh, David B. I'll post this image that I just sent to Sean. And this is kind of like a little passion project of me. I like taking photos. I like learning more about lighting. I just took a couple pictures of my dogs last night, uh, kind of really unique lighting. And so to me, that image looks fucking cool. Can you see it? Yeah, I see it. Okay. That is easily replaceable by AI now. Except it would have like seven toes. Um, no, it seems to do animals. I mean, why do you think? why do you think our fucking logo has monkeys instead of people on it? For some reason, it can do animals just fine. It's people that it fucks up on. I think, but I think that's intentional. I really think that's intentional. I think there's something fed into that stuff to where it's got to be some protection. Otherwise, we're opening the door to deep fake Armageddon. Oh, well, they're on, they're on the cusp of fixing that. They're working on it right now. So I I wouldn't give it a month before that's a, that's a non-issue any longer. Speaking of which, I have to say, I have to put something out there. Uh, I tried to use mid journey. Mm-hmm. screw mid journey. And you know what I have to tell you? Screw actually a bunch of these AI tools. I am so sick of going to use these AI tools that are like touted as like life changing. Yeah. Only to get, sorry, we're over, like we're overburdened. Oh, if you a want a process, you need to become a paid member. Okay. Well become a paid member barrier. I'm not going to get what, what, what that's the next fucking it's literally the next streaming service. Okay, I need ChatGPT to generate this. I need 
a twenty dollars subscription to Mid Journey to turn it into a picture. I'm right. sick of the microtransactions. Which, by the man. way, Mid Journey, you got to be a fucking wordsmith to produce some of the shit you see people making. I mean, I yeah. guess you can just steal the prompts and then change it as you see fit. But um, when I say it's, steal, I mean people publicly post them for free for you to use. So it's not. It's really literally stealing. a Discord server. <clears throat> yeah. So um, that's interesting. But where the other place I'm going with this, you know, and you're like, oh, well, it's still your intellectual property. It's still coming from you. It's you still have to put in that effort, which is now almost nothing. Um, so I'll go down the road of Amazon. If I wanted to create a book, I said, hey, uh, ChatGPT. In fact, maybe I should just fucking do this right now. Live. Write me a 200 page novel written like Stephen King about um uh, a man who gets lost in the forest and has to fight bears and wolves. Uh, uh, give him a character that uh, he's a city boy, so he he lacks the resources and knowledge of how to survive in the wild, and but make him survive at the end with severe wounds. So if I said all that, right? Mm -hmm. It'll generate it out for us. But it's so easy now. Why is it that you think that uh, that's still going to be a thing when... 50 million people could do that or me i could do it four times in the same day so now the novels available for people to read are just so uh exorbitant that i'm not gonna make any money off doing that because there's too many novels available yeah but there's already too many like I, well i don't know so people have saying, their favorite authors saying, right you're saying uh you're saying that eventually there will be too many books yes there's so much material to read that it's going to be hard to make money okay yeah you're especially right. if it's all ai and, and speaking of which in real time just so you know i i did I slid, in fact I go slid, to slid. chat gpt and i type i typed in uh Write me a story in the style of Stephen King about a man who has little survival skills and encounters a bear, almost dies, but survives in the end. All right, I'll and read just, this a quick, uh, a quick blurb from this. Sean just posted it to our chat. Again, just in case you didn't know, we are we do this remotely, so we are not in the same studio. Uh, hats off to Zencaster, even though I pay for this fucking thing. They do a great job. It sounds great. I love it. Okay, here we go. Uh, the sun dipped below the horizon, casting long shadows across the dense forest. John Winters had never been uh, much of an outdoorsman, but circumstances forced him into an expedition for beyond his comfort zone. He found himself lost in the heart of the wild, far from any sign of civilization. Every step he took seemed to lead him deeper into an untamed world that he was ill-prepared to face. Holy fuck, this, one, I should be a narrator, and two, uh, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in that it. literally took a second. That yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, Let me and see. It, and if you read through it, 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 it literally says armed with nothing but a backpack and a flickering flashlight. He ventured into the uncharted territory of the forest. Nightfall swallowed the landscape, leaving John feeling like a mere speck in the vast darkness. So the family member that I was, uh, I'm going to say debating, I have no skin in the game, but he was, I actually had to call him out at one point. I was like, you seem kind of emotional about this. Like, I don't think my concern is where is this headed and how do you get ahead of it? Not what's the law going to say? I am interested to see what it's going to say, but how do we get ahead of this? I just copied and pasted that in a text message. To him. So he'll be like, what is this? Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, it. And, and that was like, literally while you were talking, I did that. Yeah. So do you get what I'm saying though? Like it, it's kind of like economics where if there's 
a hundred trillion books available. Yeah. I mean, they're all going to be for sale for, Hey, for 30 cents, you can have my book. Yeah. But you know what? This is where I feel like the, this is where kind of where we're at right now. The people making money right now are the people who are writing the stuff to teach others how to do. That's exactly where I want to be. Right. Cause right now it's like, Hey, you can get ahead on your, um, I, what are they, what is, what is a big culture right now? Side hustle culture, right? Hustle culture. Here's how you can do it. Here's how blah, 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 blah. And all these people teaching, uh, teaching how to do it. Well, chat GPT quasi replaces those people at this point. Yep. So how do you get ahead of that? How do you, I mean, there's free templates on Twitter. I'm trying to download all the time about the ultimate chat GPT user guide. That's like one page of quick notes or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have a, like a, I downloaded a PDF, like a 52 page free PDF on all the like terms and like uh, styles mm-hmm. to use for like to for photos right like you know mosaic and craylic here you know like all the terms so that you can add those to your prompts and that was free like 52 pages of this pdf so i but i think the problem is like those people are i mean that's getting flooded too you know so realistically realistically where do you go if you want to make money developing Developing plugins, developing the actual implementation of this like technology. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, that's a valid answer in my world. What I just want to know is how long is it before we start seeing like, hey, all the songs on this album were written by ChatGPT. Like, when do we see Taylor Swift, the AI version? I know this sounds like if there's something to be said for humans that do this one, let me ask you a question. Cause I don't know since you brought this up, what like Taylor Swift, we'll use her. Does she write her own songs? Some of them from my Some understanding. Does she create the music? She plays guitar and piano. So I'm sure there's some riffs that she like comes up with. Okay. And, but for take for instance, this like uh, Elton John, Elton John, um, he doesn't write any of his songs. Somebody else right. writes the songs. All he does is like the piano music for him. So like, like to the point that you're making, like there is always somebody else who's doing it. You know, like for Taylor Swift, there's somebody else doing it. So it doesn't matter if it's AI or somebody else, you know? Right. Okay, I was just curious. I was like, is that going to replace that? And like, are they going to, you know, is AI going to develop an algorithm saying, hey, these songs that have a stronger beat in this style go big. So I'm going to create 50 of those and just. That's what I'm wondering. Like, are we at a point yet where you could put in there and be like, hey, write me the ultimate song to appeal to Taylor Swift fans. Or like, write me the ultimate country song. And it's nothing but like beers, truck, dogs, hunting. Yeah. Over and over and over again. I miss her. I miss her dearly. I miss her. Beer, dogs, drugs, hunting. I miss her beard. Fishing. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, Hey, in case we haven't said it yet, have a spectacular 4th of July. Please, please be safe. Don't become a reel on TikTok this year. Um, We will see you next week. And uh, stay tuned. Hit us up at giveusascoop at gmail.com on Twitter. No. Yeah. Give us a scoop on Twitter and send us uh, an email at uh, giveusascoop at gmail.com.
www.thepodcastmaker.com. See ya.